0: Hello. Hello. How are you? Okay.
1: Um. Good, thank you and hello and welcome to the Disloud Goal podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about football in general with hopefully a few laughs along the way. Um. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, that's a good start. So uh, let's start with the Super League, I guess, because now at the time of recording, it has been... Cancelled for now, and I hope it doesn't come back. What are your thoughts on it initially?
0: Well, personally, when I first saw it, as um, when I as I do support one of the clubs that did actually like enter the Super League, I thought it's, it's nice to be recognised as one of those top six or those big clubs. So, um, but it's Generally, football's gone from a nice game, but to clubs wanting loads of money. And I know that a few other people did not didn't like the idea because it was going to ruin the Premier League and um, all the other leagues for this like smaller clubs and everything. How was your?
1: Um, my view was, initially, when I saw the idea, I was like, great. So I didn't realise about like what it would mean for the Premier League, about money and stuff. But then when I realised it was all about money and everything it would ruin the Premier League, I was immediately like, OK, let, I think the Premier League is good how it is. I don't want to change it. Because if they change it, they'll move it to the Super League. The Premier League will become rubbish. The Super League will probably be rubbish. And yes, that's probably my viewing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess it then got cancelled, which was great news for a lot of fans. Because I saw a survey which said about 83% of fans didn't like the Super League. So I guess um, it was the right thing to do by cancelling it for now. And I guess, um, talking about the Premier League, let's talk about the Familiar League now. <laughs> no, Just...
0: but like, still about the Super League. I mean, yeah. um. The match Leeds against Liverpool, Leeds, before the match, had worn a T-shirt saying earn it um, and saying football is nothing like without the fans. And um, I think that knowing it, and against Liverpool, who they did actually enter the Super League, I think... Um, they did it, and that they kind of like almost pushed Liverpool out of it in a way. It was saying you yeah. need fans, need fans to be a football club. Otherwise, you're just playing for the point of it. And um, the when they said earn it, it means like because it was swan, it was almost like sponsored by the Champions League. Um, yeah, in a way. So they were saying. Earn it. You've got to play to get into a big league. You don't just you don't just get a permanent spot.
1: Yeah, what I thought is Leeds—they probably did the right thing by like protesting about it. And I heard it's a bit like Norway uh, protesting against the World Cup. Um, and and apparently Liverpool uh, Leeds gave Liverpool the shirts in their dressing room, and apparently they chose not to wear them, which I think was probably wrong of them, because I guess football in in all it's about the fans in all and stuff. Yeah. In and stuff. And anyway, let's we move into the Premier League now? And yep. I guess it has at the time of recording, which is on the twenty second of April, before the kickoffs for Leicester versus West Brom. Um, Manchester mm-hmm. City won last night. Um, yeah. I guess.
0: Did
1: as well. Uh, and Spurs. Can't forget them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, of course. And let's start with the Spurs match. So I've watched the highlights on YouTube. And do you think that the first offside goal for Spurs was offside?
0: Well, no. As I am a Spurs supporter, but also I didn't yeah. really see the point of it because it was a br- it was really nice, like finish into the corner by Son, um, and no. Still don't like believe how was Mora blocking the goalkeeper's view.
1: Well, to be honest, I have like a bit of like a different view to you. I think that because Mora was directly in front of the goalkeeper and almost directly in front of Son, I guess the goalkeeper couldn't see the ball and couldn't really see which way Son was leaning. Yeah, because as a goalkeeper. Um, you can generally like see which way the player is going to shoot. For example, if they open up their body, they're most likely shooting to shoot into the far corner. And then, yeah,
0: yeah, but, um, but I mean, is not going to say, "Oh, I'm breaking the rules," and run out the way.
1: Yeah, I know, but um, I guess we need some like clarification on the offside. For example, like normal offside, where the player like where it's passed and like the players offside, how we'd usually think of it when they've actually touched the ball. I think that should be done by the by the front of their foot instead of doing it by the arm. Because these days players have to shave off their beards and the armpit hair if they if they have to um if they if they now like can't see any part of their body above the line.
0: Yeah, I mean like I'm not sure what match it was, um but I I knew was that the play was Bamford I, no, Oh yeah, it might he took his I mean, arm
1: out. Yes,
0: yeah, he, he stuck his like arm point- out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pointing where he wanted the ball to go, and he got like called offside for that. And it yeah. shouldn't because he was directing the teammate. I want the ball here, but it- this yeah, is because- what football is. Because, you, Instinct. first of all,
1: you're not going to actually score with your arm. Like, you should only... Because that's what you should do with your feet, because you're actually going to score with them. And maybe your chest or your head, because you are going to score with those things. But you aren't going to score a goal with your arm unless you're Maradona or Messi. So I guess you're just not going to score with your arm. And about the second uh, VAR decision, the last-minute penalty one, to be honest, yeah. when, when I looked at it first, I was immediately like that's outside the area. Looking at VAR, yeah, but... I, I thought that it might have started outside the area and then the challenge went through into the area. So yeah, overall, I, mean, I think they should have given indirect free kick in the penalty area.
0: Personally, when I like first saw it, I thought, okay, free kick, but I personally think he might, sh- maybe, should have been on, like, maybe to get a red card because it was a high, it was quite a high thought. And his yeah. studs were up. But, like, and I saw after the VAR decision, I thought, yeah, that... And then they said the the um, penalty area, the line that, like, borders it off to... out That belongs to the penalty area. So...
1: Oh, I didn't realise uh, that, actually.
0: Yeah, they said it, and it was, like, belongs to the um, penalty area, so... If it was on the line it would be part of the it would be a penalty as it belongs, but it was I just don't agree inside. with that. I
1: but, think that if a challenge starts outside the area and like goes into the area, for example if a player holds another player's shirt and it starts outside the area, ends in the area, I think that they should get yeah. an indirect free kick from the part when the challenge well, ends.
0: No, I, because... I think I think it should be um from wherever they started actually pulling the shirt because as soon as he started pulling the shirt he's going yeah he's going to like lose off balance and he's gonna like fall down in the penalty area trying to get a penalty so
1: yeah and the penalty was taken very very well top corner and now I've also had a question, actually. Um, is the Ryan Mason, the caretaker manager, the same one that uh, had to end his career after didn't he get a head injury? Is it that player? Yeah.
0: Fractured so. skull.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Um, he yeah, he must he be was... quite young, actually. He must be quite young, yeah, um, Ryan Mason.
0: Two, he's two years younger than Gareth Bale. Oh, wow. And so, it's quite
1: unfortunate, but... because like, we need um, implications on heading. Like, For example, I think maybe... Because uh, there's been a lot of things about heading in the news recently, due to dementia and stuff like like brain damage and stuff like that. And to be honest, I think they, they've, I guess it'll be very hard to take heading out of football
0: unless they yeah, because, do
1: something ridiculous. I guess they've got to, yeah, so I guess it's the players' risks.
0: Yeah, I mean, they can't like replace heading because, yeah, I understand they've said in training, maybe don't do as much heading. But in a yeah. match, what about if it's going up really high? You, you know, can't like not every player has the skill to score a bicycle kick, and you yes. can't use your hands in football. So,
1: and going on to the next match, did you see the highlights of the Manchester City match?
0: Not, I just watched a bit of it, but like not too yeah. much at all. But well, I guess I Aston Villa
1: this that... scored after twenty seconds. Um, John McGinn sweet taking goal, but I guess the main controversy will be John Stones' red card. Oh, did you see that part?
0: No, I only just watched a bit on a match of the day. It was just about Foden, but I heard he was like the standout.
1: Yeah, he was.
0: Performer.
1: He he didn't no look um finish. Yeah, I believe
0: that, I saw that, but
1: yeah, that was very said, good.
0: Like, yeah, it was, I think it was because if he did like look, he would have leaned back a bit. So.
1: Yeah, and I because guess you that's... didn't want the goalkeeper to know where he was going.
0: Yeah, because goalkeepers look into your eyes. Wherever you're looking, that's usually where you're going.
1: So now let's do a bit of a preview to the Leicester versus West Brom match. And I guess West Brom, they've been in like great form recently. Haven't they just got two wins in a row, if I'm right? One against Burnley, was it? And the other one against... They got one against Chelsea. and Then didn't they get one against... A team where there was like a VAR check for a goal which should have counted. I can't remember who it was Everton, I think.
0: Don't know really.
1: Yeah, and then I guess they're playing Leicester tonight. Leicester. To be honest, I'm surprised that Leicester was still in the top four because I guess I think start of the season they almost saved themselves. They did have a bit of a drop in form, if you know what I mean, midway through the season. Well, but now I think, I think that they're getting back onto form again.
0: Yeah, I think. Personally, I think Leicester actual they're one of those like surprise packages. You,
1: yeah,
0: I know they did. I did. They did win the league in twenty fifteen. Yeah, and
1: ever since then, they've been like uh, one of those teams that no one ever seems to talk about them, but they actually they they actually won a bit like a dark horse.
0: Yeah, um, I think that they are. I think they are a good team, and I think. Brendan Rodgers is the definitely one of the right managers for them. They've he's made them like play really well. They've obviously got into the FA Cup final which they'll be playing Chelsea.
1: Yeah, and let's now do what's your prediction for the match uh scores of that match uh, Leicester versus West Brom. Um,
0: I think Leicester will win but I think Leicester might get a win in that match because they pop, they are a better team than West, West Brom.
1: Well, I'm not sure um, because... Wait, you carry
0: on. No, you go. You.
1: Okay, I'm not sure who's going to win, to be honest, because I'm probably going to call it as a... <laughs> I want to say because Leicester did get that good win against Sheffield United five nil. is, they've also lost some games, which they probably should have won. And West Brom have done pretty much the same. Like they've won a few games that should have lost and lost a few games that should have won. So I'm going to say draw two two.
0: I think Leicester may get a um, two two one, maybe a two nil win against West Brom because they are yeah, so- a better side.
1: So, for the rest of the podcast, let's preview the Carabao Cup final and then let's talk about the Premier League, the table. So, let's start with the Carabao Cup final. I think I think it was a bit mean of Tottenham to fire Mourinho before it because he was one that actually got them there. Yeah,
0: that's what so, I was thinking. I thought, why are we sacking a, re- a really experienced manager that's won lots of trophies in his life and getting a... Academy coach for the end of the season, just before like two games before the cup final.
1: Yeah, I think what they I... should have done is if Mourinho lost the cup final, sack him because he hasn't done well enough at Tottenham. He should have won at least some silverware because if Tottenham yeah, win I... the Carabao Cup, won't it be their first piece of silverware? Um, since uh 20, well, it's the first piece of silverware in a while. If anything, Blackpool might have yeah, yeah, won since... more more trophies than Tottenham, who are classed as a big six team. So they really need yeah. to be better Tottenham with that.
0: But it's since 2008, and obviously we're not counting the uh, yeah. Audi Cup.
1: Yeah, Audi Cup, that was pretty pointless. Because everyone played their worst teams and stuff. And let's yeah. talk about yeah, who I think... Chelsea... Are... Wait, no. Who else? Is it Man City, the other team, right?
0: Yeah, Man City. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Man City versus
1: Tottenham. To be honest, I'll be surprised if Tottenham were able to win because Man City—they've been in such great form, even though they lost against yeah, I mean, Leeds. I think that Man City yeah. are just too strong for Tottenham, and I just, I just can't see any way that Tottenham are going to get um a, a victory against um uh, who is it uh, against? Man um, City. Yeah, Man City. I just can't see any yeah, way.
0: Yeah I know I don't think we will win but well Tottenham will win but I think it that win against Southampton would have given them maybe a bit of a bit more confidence after the sacking of like Mourinho and it would yeah, have given Ryan Mason more confidence
1: Yeah and now they're on a team. winning like notes now they've got the momentum I guess Man City also have and let's talk about Kane quickly because Kane he mm. needs to really stop getting injured because I think Tottenham well, no. can definitely be top four without him being injured so much.
0: Well no, he can't really he can't really Oh Jesus
1: I know but I think he people like target him to injure him.
0: That no one he can't really help himself getting injured is his ankle that he's had problems with for quite a while now so
1: yeah I guess so um but t- the t- the only thing that they should just try I think for the um match I think that Man City if they play people like um I don't know Foden they'll have a very good chance although to- I think Tottenham have to play Son because he's been very good recently and they'll hope to be able to play Kane in that match
0: yeah I think I think because of How we left him out on the weekend, or no, against Southampton yesterday? I think it was probably give just giving him a rest because because of his ankle, and obviously, um, (laughs) um, and obviously they just want to like you don't want to
1: damage it again.
0: Yeah, and you don't want to make it worse than it actually cat is at the moment, so. Right, it was definitely the right thing to leave him out of the squad yesterday.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it was a good idea because I guess the best thing to do is just not get people injured when they've just come back from an injury. And I guess now let's talk about the Premier League table. So, I think we can all say that Manchester City are going to be champions, and we can all probably say that Man U are going to get top four. But then I guess third and fourth are going to be quite close. And last yeah. season, do you remember how Leicester were in the top four? Then they seemed to just drop out because they just couldn't get their act together at the end of the season. But although I don't think they're going to do it this year, I think I think Leicester are going to get third. I think fourth place, I in my opinion, will go to Chelsea. Um, yeah. Who do you think is going to get fourth?
0: Fourth, um, third, I think definitely Leicester because. Of, but I think fourth might be a tight race between um, Chelsea and Liverpool.
1: Well, and West Ham and Tottenham, because West Ham have been in some decent form, although that loss against Newcastle really didn't help them. And I guess, yeah. I guess now we've got to go to the bottom end of the table. Um, well, I think yeah,
0: yeah. Sheffield
1: United what? are already down, which is unfortunate for them. And But to be honest, if West Ham keep up this form... They could really be with a with a chance, although they've probably got to win every single match. And yeah. I'm now counting Fulham out of it because they've not got the form and even though they've been unlucky, they just they just keep drawing and losing too many games, they just can't get a win. And at first everyone thought like, ooh, Fulham could get it. We could have a race on our hands. And then everyone just found out the reality that there isn't gonna be a race on their hands. And I guess we've yeah. just gotta hope for it. And I think to us, I think Burnley actually and I'll have more chance of being relegated than uh Newcastle and Brighton.
0: Yeah, and I mean let's... I think I think about like the bo- the relegation zone. I think of um West Brom I think if, yeah if they do keep up their form they might have a good chance but I think they're more likely to go down than stay up.
1: Yeah, and I guess now let's quickly end it by talking about Steve Bruce and this podcast and I guess we've got to um think about um whether he's done a good enough job to be manager next season because although recently the results have been actually quite good I don't know whether he's done enough over the season to be able to get it because if I was a Newcastle fan if I was a Newcastle fan um I wouldn't probably I wouldn't particularly expect to be looking for a European place or doing what Everton are doing. I'll be looking to get a fifteenth position.
0: Yeah, I think obviously Newcastle, I think before I thought they're actually a decent like team because they've got they do have some really good quality players for one of those teams. And they I don't think with their like Quality of plays, they shouldn't be down where they are. They should be almost pushing for like 10, 10th to fifteen plays, like the middle of the table.
1: Yeah, not like
0: down at the bottom. But I mean, I don't. I think Steve Bruce, maybe they should give him like maybe half a season to just see how he is then, instead of just sucking yeah. him now. I, think, I think that after
1: ten high. games of next season, assuming they're still in the Premier League, after ten games or maybe fifteen games, if they're higher than fifteenth place and they like they've got a good string and they've had at least one decent run of form, and during that time, I think that they should keep him if not sack him. Although Mike Ashley, um, I guess they've got to be like because I don't know whether he's r- willing to sack Steve Bruce because Newcastle fans don't like him.
0: Well I think I think like Steve Bruce yeah, obviously give him maybe a bit more of a chance. He, he hasn't be, he hasn't been like the best or they didn't think what he was going to like, do with Newcastle. But um, I think after that win was it against West Ham? Um yes
1: like it was. Three two.
0: That yeah, that's it well, eighty
1: fifth minute winner. I th- I believe it was eighty fifth minute it was just late anyway
0: yeah um i think that was definitely got his confident up confidence up and um, i think you know how uh alisson Maxaman, man yeah he obviously hadn't been in the best of form but i think he pushed his team and like helped them a bit to do that so that would have definitely helped the players um, yeah, in in the Newcastle um, squad.
1: Yeah, um, and just yeah, yeah. Carry on if you want.
0: Uh, and I think the position that they may finish is. Um, I think I generally don't know what position they are in now.
1: Yeah, I think they're um, around sixteenth or
0: fifteenth. Yeah, I, I think, think, it think might they might be fifteenth. I think they may manage to stay on to that fifteenth maybe push for the fourteenth place in the uh, Premier League, yeah, if they keep on yeah, um,
1: and I guess
0: be... just
1: before I end it just before I end it, I'd like to see if there are a few connection issues because i uh has occasionally gone a little bit like. Although hopefully it won't be like that when you listen to it. Again, like I said, last time I did a podcast, um a shout out to Uncovered Mysteries. They're a great podcast, sorting out the mis looking at the mysteries of this planet. I recommend watching them. And yeah. um and I guess it's time to end the podcast. Thank you yeah, for well, listening I,
0: yeah, to the podcast. Def- yeah, definitely to the uh, Uncovered Mysteries. They've done one on the um a Russian bomber mystery where they entered, yeah. the, uh, entered the airspace of um, America. a, a, an American military service. So definitely um, watch their, listen to their podcast as well. I think they're going to do one on the Bermuda Triangle. So listen yeah. out for that definitely one as stay well. T-
1: yeah, definitely stay tuned for that one. And I guess that brings the end of this podcast. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And, yeah.
0: Bye-bye. See you next time.
1: See you next time.